Welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Today, we're going to talk to Harvey Wasserman. Thank you, uh, Egberto. It's good to be with you, although I wish we had a happier topic to talk about. Well, look, we, uh, from what, you're, what we're talking about, this part here is not going to be political. There's a whole lot of stories going around on, on all sides with this politics that personally, I don't fully understand, even though I've uh, interviewed a lot of people. But you have a specific issue relative to nuclear reactors. Why don't you tell our audience what's going well, on? Here's the bottom line. There are 15, count them, one, five atomic reactors at four sites that are operating now in Ukraine, including six at a place I can't pronounce, Zaporozhye, something like that, which, and those six, and that's a lot of nukes to have at a single spot, are very close to the region that's being contested by the Russians. In addition to that, while the Russians are threatening Ukraine with war, they're also uh, integral to the operation of these four nuclear plants, four nuclear plants, 15 reactors. It's a nightmare. It's, it's a catastrophe. If, if Vladimir Putin wanted to lob a single mortar shell at one of the six reactors in, uh, that, that are near him, he could cause a global, a global apocalypse that will make Chernobyl look like child's play. And nobody is talking about the fact that we have 15 reactors in now what's become a war zone. I mean, it is the ultimate nightmare of the so-called peaceful atom. More than a million people were killed by Chernobyl. The damage that was done is in, incalculable. And here we are looking at it again. So what, what do we do about this? Exactly what has to be done? I mean, uh, it, it, is, it, it is kind of baffling that adults can be so uh, so ridiculously inept at policy. What do we do? It's, all those reactors have to be shut. And the Ukraine really can't afford to do it. They get more than 40% of their electricity from, from those reactors. And here, they're dependent on Putin to run those reactors, and he's threatening him with war. And, you know, the, the 12 of the 15 reactors in Ukraine are more than 30 years old. They were built by the old Soviet Union, for God's sakes. And, and, and we're dependent on the highest level of operating capability to keep those reactors from blowing up. And, and, and look what's going on there. No matter what you think about Russia or Ukraine, these reactors are there. They're completely vulnerable. Any attack, 10 guys could go in there uh, you know, one mortar shell could turn those places into an absolute apocalypse. This is the bitter fruit of the peaceful atom. And here we are, you know, if you had written this scenario, they would have dismissed you as being crazy or anti-nuclear or whatever. This is the reality. 15 atomic reactors in the war zone. I mean, come on. Now, are, we, now you're, uh, are you telling me that in the Dunbar's area, that there are some of these reactors as well? The six at Zaporozhye, however you pronounce it, I'm sorry, um, are, are within a couple hundred miles. That's wow. all they gotta be. You, you gotta, you, uh, atomic reactors, if you have a problem with the cooling system, if you have a problem with the uh, control panel or, the, or, or the any, anything, any of the pipes are cracked, any, any breakdown. If, if the, if the uh, what if the crew uh, gets spooked and leaves, which has happened. You know, uh, there. I can sit here for the next hour and give you a hundred scenarios 
were those six reactors. You know, in the United States, there are only three. There's only a couple of sites in the U.S. where there's a maximum of three reactors. To have six reactors at a single site within a, even a couple hundred miles of a potential war zone is absolutely insane. This, and, this is actually more serious. Dangerous. Yeah, this is a kind of serious because, I mean, if you're telling me that they get, they're getting 40% of your electricity from these reactors, you're actually telling me that even the capital city of Kiev is uh, probably at risk of oh. actually being just blacked out, right? It could, it could go dark. I mean, you know, that Ukraine is, is very, very dependent on these reactors. They, they, and even at Chernobyl, you've got the old core, which is covered by basically an awning yeah. that costs $2 billion. You have three other reactors there that have been shut since 2000, but there's tons and tons and tons of radioactive waste there. I mean, you know, the Ukraine is a sitting radioactive duck and, and the, the radio, radiation from Chernobyl went all over the world. It was detected in New England. It killed birds in California. I mean, you know, this is a global apocalypse on the brink of happening. If it, all the, you know, if Putin wakes up tomorrow and decides, ah, oh, to heck with it, and throws three shells at, at the, the six reactors, in, in, that are near him, it's over. Yeah, you know, Ukraine is over. Radioactive cloud. These reactors have to be shut, and 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 somebody's got to deal with Ukraine's power supply. It could not be worse, Egberto. Uh, 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 Fifteen reactors in a potential war zone. You have got to be kidding me. Now, I mean, let me ask you the the, the foolish question now, Harvey. So, what do we? do from here? What, what, what responsibility does the United States have, NATO, et cetera? What happens going forward? They've got to provide backup power to Ukraine and they've got to shut all those reactors. And even that's not enough. A shut reactor is still vulnerable. And just to give you some kind of perspective, Fukushima had emitted 100 times more radioactive cesium than was, than was released at Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Imagine that, 100 yeah. A hundred times more. And, you know, with six reactors at a single site within a couple hundred miles of a war zone, you I mean, it couldn't be worse. It's a, it's a nightmare. Nobody's talking about this. Well, now you are. So, you know, you're the first to get on the air with this. It's, it's, it's absolutely terrifying. And you're right. Nobody, why? Because the nuclear industry has 400 reactors worldwide. There are 93 in the United States. Virtually all of them, more than not more than thirty years old, you you know, with a thirty-year-old reactor, anything can go wrong at any time. So if you introduce instability into the region, which is now being done, um, um, you know, we can lose a cooling system, we can lose a, an operating crew. Uh, you know, I mean, anything can happen with these reactors. So all these people that just want warmongering, I mean, uh, oh, uh, if Putin misbehaves, we just go blow crap up or whatever. Or even Putin, if he feels that he's in a vulnerable condition, could actually do something. Uh, this requires a whole lot of uh, smart diplomacy, eh? <laughs> you know, it would take, uh, you know, one millionth of the Russian arsenal to create a global apocalypse. Right. I mean, not even a, a two mortar shells would be required to hit the cooling system, um, spook the uh, operators, whatever you want. 
Uh, right. Like I said, I could bore you for the next hour. So uh, th this is beyond serious and it's amazing nobody's nobody's talking about so let me ask you harvey what are you doing about it with your team of folks are you guys uh, i mean you came here to give me that information are, are you guys i understand that some of the folks have already been triggering some of the folks in the defense department who i think should know this stuff well actually thanks to eileen proctor i did get a message to a, a person who has since sent that message to people very high in the pentagon I, they know, they can't not know about this. Right. They just don't want it in the media because the nuclear industry, uh, we, as I say, there's 400 reactors worldwide. Most of them are 30 years old or older. All of them in the United States, with one exception, are 30 years or older. You know, it takes nothing. It, it's like driving down a highway full of potholes in, in a 1980 Volkswagen. I mean, you know, it's just, it's, a, it's an insane situation. Well, look, Harvey, Absolutely Harvey Wasserman, look, thank you so kindly for bringing us this information. We're definitely going to put this out there all over because uh, this is something that it does. I mean, it, they may, it may seem like they're way over there, but that stuff gets into the Baltic Sea. That thing gets into the Mediterranean. That thing gets everywhere, ultimately speaking, and through the, the, jet, the different jet streams that they are. So thank you so kindly for bringing that up in, uh, to our attention. Um, anything else that you'd like to, to tell us before we leave? Well, look, this is the uh, ultimate reason why we want to go uh, to green energy. And, um, you know, these guys who want to talk about the wonders of nuclear power and carbon and all that stuff, it's ridiculous. Uh, anyone, any of the slightest miscalculation at any one of these 15 reactors uh, is, is apocalyptic. And, uh, and so if you want to, your listeners want any more further debate about why nuclear power plants need to be shut and why we can't build any more of them and why we need to shift immediately to wind and solar and batteries and LED, this is it. I mean, you know, uh, Putin gets up on the wrong side of the bed and we're all going to be showered in radiation. That's the bottom line. Harvey Wasserman, thank you so kindly for having been on Politics Done Right. Thank you, Alberto. And you are the first. You put this out, you'll be the first. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.